Hello and welcome to the Authority of Love. I'm Greg Williams and again it's another fabulous Family Foundation Friday and start saying that three times fast. But we have David Walls, Executive Director of the Family Foundation with us. Welcome David. Greg, good to be with you on this uh, still celebrating Independence Day week. Yes, Independence <laughs> Day week and we're, into, we're, we're celebrating July's Life Month as well. We're going to keep that going. That's so right. appreciate that. Every day is Life Day and Life Month for us as believers. And so, David, I know we've got some things to catch up on. Let me do a little something here. If you missed any of these or just recent ones, you can go to wjmm.com, click the podcast tab on the right, the Love and Lordship links you'll find today and the previous two days. If you want more than that, you can go to loveandlordship.com. That's our ministry website, Love and Lordship, A and D in the middle, no ampersand. And you'll find these and many other podcast videos and articles. Um, David, we've got a lot to cover today. And so I want to jump right in. we got some great things. It's, it's so yeah. wonderful that the last several weeks we've had numerous really victories to support, to, to report on. And so I want to start this week with the recent uh, religious liberty victories at the Supreme Court. Share with our listeners about those. Yeah, Greg, you know, so um, Friday of last week, June 30th, was uh, essentially the end of this Supreme Court term. And as we have seen time and time again, uh, some very important decisions yes. are a lot of times held to the last month, last week, sometimes the last <laughs> day <moment. laughs> of the term. And, uh, you know, one of the most important uh, cases that we have been following, uh, and, a, and a number of folks have been, uh, was a decision they issued on Friday in this case known as 303 Creative. Uh, and this was uh, had to do with a uh, another um, Christian uh, in the state of Colorado. Uh, you know, folks may remember Jack Phillips yeah. and uh, his uh, ongoing situation in case it went to the Supreme Court. Uh, but this had to do with a, a Christian um, um, uh, who did uh, website uh, uh, graphic design. And uh, so she had... Uh, wanted to start doing um, graphic design for weddings on the digital side and once again came into conflict with this uh, Colorado law, a so-called uh, you know non-discrimination ordinance, non-discrimination laws, sometimes yeah. called fairness ordinances or fairness laws. Uh, and uh, really what these um, what the state of Colorado has had used these to do against Jack Phillips is really target people of faith. Uh, and say that uh, you have to essentially try to coerce you into using your gifts and talents to celebrate or say a message, participate in something that violates your sincerely held religious beliefs. And of course, Greg, as you know, so many of these battles over religious liberty have centered over views on marriage and human sexuality, yeah. uh, wanting to stand for biblical truth when it comes to the you know what we know marriage to is truth. the the union yeah. of a man yeah. and a woman. Uh, but um, uh, we are. I'm, I'm just thrilled. Uh, this decision. It was a six-three decision in favor of um, Laurie Smith in this case. Uh, an emphatic decision that the U.S. Supreme Court upheld her her free speech rights very broadly. Uh, and this really is a milestone victory for free speech and religious liberty. Uh, you know, the, the what the Supreme Court essentially said is that the government can't force you to promote something that's in violation of your beliefs in a message that you don't want to be a part of promoting, I would argue that's a pretty common sense, Basic, broadly yes. supported uh, concept. Uh, but unfortunately, in the day and age that in, in which we live, a lot of times these um, these policies, either at the local or state level, have been used in this manner against 
Christians a lot yeah. of times. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, David. I'm sitting here thinking as you're talking about this, you're talking about they, they, they constantly attack marriage. And as we know, we've known for 50, 60 years, that a lot, the core of a lot of this is sexual sexuality and sexual orientation. And the one boundary that God put on sexuality was marriage. Yeah. One man and one woman for life. And I say in, my, in our book, which you can find at our, our website, loveandlordship.com, there's an icon right in the middle of the homepage, The Authority of Love, second edition. But you can, uh, we, I say in that, um, it's interesting. I think the enemy sits back and laughs at us while we talk about all this in our churches, but don't do what really needs to be done to strengthen marriage. Yeah. Not just marriage itself, but all that marriage touches, like people doing weddings right. and stronger marriages and families generational discipleship these things we think we're getting it done in our churches if we look around our culture we're not yeah and so this is all a part of it right at the systemic level so we had another religious liberty case that was one at last week at the supreme court right yeah as well. a couple days before that uh there was a case um this was actually ended up being a unanimous yeah. nine which is amazing victory but this had to do with uh with a u.s postal worker uh, that um, um, had um, for years um, not worked on on Sunday yeah. and had um, you know uh, got an accommodation from from the U.S. Postal Service and actually this has to do with when they signed a contract with Amazon and the Postal Service started delivering for Amazon on Sunday and uh, uh, and so. Uh, the uh, the postal service uh, refused really to to give an accommodation to um, the um, I'm forgetting the gentleman's name in this yeah. case now yeah, um, well. um, golf uh, Groff excuse me was yeah. his last name uh, but uh, he won a, an important victory in this case where the uh, where the US Supreme Court um, really clarified something that was really necessary that says that look under federal law uh, employers have to give um, religious accommodations to yeah. um, to employees. Yeah. He still was doing his job, right? Absolutely. But he also yeah. he wanted to honor his what he called his Sabbath, right? Right. A, yeah. a religious term, yeah. and and, and yeah. understandably so. Interesting. These are on the on the federal level, right? We have those are great law filled, common sense as you called it, yeah. David. Victories. Yeah, it just makes sense. On the local level, we've talked about this a couple of weeks ago, that we have some really bad lawless guidance that's coming out of Governor Bashir's Department of Education, yeah. in which he's saying, SB 150, we're going to try and find every way we can to flip that. We're, we, we know what the intent was, but we're going to try and find loopholes. We're going to guide our schools to actually do what is not in line with the law. And guess who jumped right on board? Yep, local school district Fayette here. County here Fayette Public County. Schools. Uh, that yeah. doesn't surprise me. I worked with them for a while. Doesn't surprise me. It saddens me, but it doesn't surprise me. What do we need to do with regard to that? We well, you know, Greg. We we had encouraged. Uh, of course, we put out a lot of information. You and I have yes. talked about yes. the, um, you know, this um, false um, guidance really that the the Kentucky Department of Education under the Bashir administration had had put out. Um, but the uh, Fayette County Schools, we had encouraged our supporters to, to contact the board and encourage them to actually uh, follow the law. We had um, um, a lot of supporters in the um, Fayette County area that had done that. Unfortunately, um, the, the school board essentially had a, had a meeting and, um, and uh, decided they were just going to move forward with this with this. Uh, flawed guidance Lawless anyway. Guidance, yes. So we would just encourage folks to continue. Look, it's never a bad 
thing to reach out to your uh, local elected leaders, your school board members. I, I encourage folks to continue to, to reach out. Uh, there's obviously this, this new school year hasn't started yet, so they need to continue to hear from um, from folks here Parents locally. And, students, yes, uh, yes. and honestly, I would encourage uh, you know wh wherever you are, or if you've got you know friends and family, it would be uh, important to check with your local school board right. and see what make sure they're making a decision to to follow the law for these common sense protections against SB 150. You know, Greg, another important local issue that ties back into the Supreme Court cases that you and I were just talking about is, uh, and uh, the Attorney General, Daniel Kamen, recently put something out on this, but, you know, there have been uh, the Colorado law that went after the Christian uh, graphic designer is is very similar to, we don't have a state law that right. does that, but there's local, local ordinances, ordinances that right. we've been involved yes. in in combating and others have for years and years. Particularly Lexington and Louisville. Particularly right. Lexington and Louisville. Right. And, and the one in Louisville, there's a, there's a Christian um, photographer that had challenged the local ordinance in Louisville, asserting very similar, um, you know, claims that this that that local ordinance was going to seek to force her to um, to use her gifts and talents to express messages through photography in support of same-sex weddings. And so that case, Chelsea Nelson uh, had filed that lawsuit. Our friends at Alliance Defending Freedom have been defending her. They were the ones defending Lori in the U.S. Supreme Court case as well. So that case has been playing out and is headed up to the Sixth Circuit. And so the Attorney General has now put a letter, uh, essentially put the city of Louisville on notice and said, you need to drop this, yeah. uh, this fight in light of, in light yes, of yeah. this overwhelming uh, decision by the United States Supreme Court saying that uh, essentially when these uh, ordinances and, and laws, so-called fairness, uh, come in contact with your First Amendment freedoms, uh, the Constitution trumps. Yeah. Now I would argue, and your religious Greg, liberty, and, uh, that's your right. Yeah. And trumps, I would argue, yes. unfortunately, a lot of these local ordinances are specifically designed Design. to agree. target First Amendment freedoms. Well, we know that rights. by the outcomes. Right. We know that who they're targeting and trying right. to go after. And so the interesting thing is, uh, we have the precedent now, a very good precedent, in coming back saying we're going to fall in line with what the Constitution right. says and allow you your religious liberty. Right. And so I think it's wise on uh, Attorney General. Uh, Daniel Cameron's part to say, let's not waste, as you mentioned to me, David, yeah. taxpayers' money yeah. with this. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens because I believe that that case is supposed to be argued at the Sixth Circuit here later this month. A so, ADF might want uh, that to go forward because it's looking pretty good for them, but at the same time, yeah. do we waste taxpayers' money? Yeah. That's a, we, yeah. we, we will have to see. Uh, and, you know, as we saw in Colorado, they've gone after Jack Phillips multiple yeah. times. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times those that are Still going after him, if what I understand, yeah. some of the some yeah. of the readings. So yeah. certainly some reasons to be encouraged, though, yes. and a continued sign that our uh, you know the current makeup of the court is reasserting some foundational yeah. um, rights and uh, correct understanding of the Constitution in some important areas. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a couple minutes. I want to do yeah. this first of all. All you got to do is go on the Fayette County site or your local board. Go on their website and they. And, uh, type in your address or whatever usually and you can find your board member call the central offices call them and let them know you don't want that whatever you can do to make your voice heard let's make sure this is happening so our children are not groomed and indoctrinated uh, final thing David you got a big event coming up, Family Foundation, here in a couple of three months. Could you plug that for us? And yeah, Greg. You know, we, we've kind of maybe teased this a little bit because yeah. you uh, you're going to be one of our featured speakers <laughs> at, at this event. Uh, but uh, 
you know, this is something our team has been working and, and praying and planning about for a number of months now, but we're excited to announce that on Saturday, October 7th here in Lexington, we're going to host our first ever Kentucky Family Forum. And look, our hope, this is going to be an educational event to encourage the body of Christ to promote a biblical worldview and to really hope, hopefully build and unify the pro-family movement here in Kentucky. We're going to have a number of state and national leaders. Greg, you're going to be speaking. <laughs> I know one of our um, um, good um, um, friends, uh, David Clausen, who directs the biblical worldview at the Family Research oh, yeah, Council is going to be strong. joining us. Uh, some other national leaders, some of our uh, great state legislators, um, and I won't, I won't mention all of them now, but we have a number that are confirmed. Uh, um, and so we're really excited about how this event is shaping up. We have just uh, announced that um, ticket sales are going live, uh, and folks can go to our website at KentuckyFamily.org uh, events to find out more information, but we're doing a, um, an early bird uh, pricing tickets will be $30. It's it's a, a day-long event on Saturday, as I mentioned. Lunch included. Lunch included. Right, right, be very okay. nice lunch. We'll have a keynote speaker at the lunch and some great panel discussions throughout the day on some important, yeah. timely topics. So yeah. encourage folks to, uh, particularly here in the, in the Lexington area, to go to um, KentuckyFamily.org and uh, get more information about that event. And I hope you can join us and invite your pastor and church as well. Yeah, we'd love to have a lot of people there. In spite of the fact that I'm speaking, I'm looking at the list of the other ones. you got a lot of great speakers. I'm excited. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, but it, it should be a great day to champion many of these things that we talk about here uh, with the Family Foundation and on the authority of love. So I want to thank you for joining us. You can find out more, as David said, KentuckyFamily.org slash events or just go to KentuckyFamily.org and click on the events tab. Or you can find out more. We'll have that uh, uh, on our podcast. We'll have that linked. So you can find that. So you can go to loveandlordship.com. Thank you for joining us. Thanks again for your prayers and always to the Lord. Make it a great day and God bless in Christ. Stay tuned for Bill Reeser and Encounter coming right up. And then at 1245, my good friend Greg Horn and Hope is here. I'm Greg Williams and you're listening to The Authority of Love.